80% of operations challenges actually start in the sales process. And you need to have a compelling enough offer with a compelling enough outcome with positioning that helps them see that you are the only company that can solve their problem in the way that they really need it solved. Is your current success putting a lot of demands on you? If you're good at what you do, and you are, then everyone wants you. But that's no way to scale. If you're delivering spectacular results, you should be commanding higher fees, working with only the best clients. Welcome to the Hands Off CEO Podcast, where world-class agency owners and consultants learn how to fully monetize their expertise and scale profits by doing less. Here's your host, Mandy Ellison. Hello, this is Mandy Ellison, host of the Hands Off CEO podcast. I wanted to record a quick podcast episode about something that I see all over the place in consulting agencies, and I just have to share it. So one of the things that there's just this really big misconception around is operations and how it impacts scalability and how that's connected to sales and how it's connected to marketing. And the reality is, is that most approaches for scaling a consulting agency really are approaches for scaling a general company. And it doesn't actually take into consideration all the little nuances of a consulting agency. I've talked about this in some recent episodes about the challenges with that is that this is a different kind of business model to scale. It's a different animal. When you have a custom service, it doesn't neatly fit into like this list of check boxes that you can just have your team go through. It's a little bit more nuanced to that, isn't it? So what I wanted to share with you is the real impact of how of this siloed thinking that, that when it comes to scaling. And very often it's looked at operations and this is how we'd be able to put these systems into place and deliver on the services and make it all work, right? And then when we have the marketing who is talking about the avatar and who we're targeting and some very generalish value proposition. But the problem is, is it's very disconnected from the sales process and what actually is required to be able to generate a sale. And then once the sale is made, it moves into the operations department. And now the operations team needs to deliver on it. Except that every time a sale is made, it's a little different. And how the sale is made, because there's not this strong sales process, and because there's not a clear marketing message that's attracting one type of client that has one type of problem that you're delivering one type of outcome to, we call that our, our power of ones that we put into place into an irresistible offer. Because we don't have that in place, then the sales process is a point where it's a really deep discovery process where the prospect says, well, you know what? Joe referred us to you and these are our problems. Can you solve it? And someone from your company, usually the CEO says, sure, we can do that. And they create a custom proposal. Maybe it's 10, 20 page long proposal. They go and make the sale. It takes a lot of work, but they make the sale, pass it on to the operations team. But now the client's getting kind of demanding. The client wants the CEO to be involved in it. The client is kind of pushing boundaries and they're going around your team and really 
trying to come directly to you where they feel like they can get the best support. And meanwhile, you have all these other clients that all need something a little bit different. And you might have a smaller project here or a larger project here, or you might have these big whale clients here that are being so demanding too. And really, it looks like all of these are these operational challenges. I'm here to tell you they're not operational challenges. These are sales challenges. And if we don't actually look at the root cause, we're going to keep trying to fix these operational challenges with tools that are not meant to fix them. So for example, I see a lot of agencies look at these challenges that they have and say, oh, we have operational problems. We just need to install traction, which by the way, traction is not a bad tool. We have our own modified version of that. But that is to instill accountability within the team. It's not going to solve this problem. The root problem is there's too much variability in the services. And the reason why there's so much variability in the services is because there isn't a repeatable, predictable way of generating clients outside of generating referrals. And one of the things that we see oftentimes is that consulting companies, they know they need to be putting this in place in their company. So these companies know that they need to have this in place. They put these things into place, but still they're finding, well, our best channels still are our referrals. And it can keep you in this entrapment growth model where they're coming in, they're asking for this thing and you're saying, okay. And then you're going and delivering this thing, but but you can't build repeatable processes around all this different variability. It just doesn't work. And then when you bring in an operations leader, maybe an, an ops manager or a COO, they might be really great, but what you're giving them is unworkable. It doesn't matter how good they are. They're not going to be able to know how to operationalize your business because it's not possible to build 20 different types of sets of systems and processes to deliver this service. So instead, I want you to think about this differently. But I also want you to understand that 80% of operations challenges actually start in the sales process. And you need to have a compelling enough offer with a compelling enough outcome with positioning that helps them see that you are the only company that can solve their problem in the way that they really need it solved. And to do that, you got to get really clear and focused about who that profit sweet spot client is. And then once you know who that profit sweet spot client is, then you can really attract them in. And when they come in, they're like, where have you been? I've been looking for this for two years. And then when they see you as this trusted advisor, this trusted expert, now they're going to respect your boundaries. And one of the reasons why they're going to respect your boundaries is you're going to set boundaries. When you have all these really fantastic clients coming in, you simply will no longer be willing to deal with bad behavior from clients. You'll be setting new bars for how they interact with you. And you might lose a couple of clients in the process, but that's not going to be a problem if you're bringing in clients that are paying way more money. Why would you be dealing with these clients that are paying less and are a bigger pain in the neck? You're going to let go of them, right? So it's about setting new standards for how you're operating in your business. But to be able to do that, you have to be able to throw around your weight a little bit. You have to be able to have something so sexy that your clients are willing to pay top dollar for it. What we find is once our clients put in, put this into place, they increase their fees 50 to 600%. Yes, really. And not only pay top dollar, but they're willing to put a lot more money up front or even all up front in some cases. So what would that be like if you were able to get half of the total investment up front or even all of the investment up front? What would that be like if you had a year-long engagement that you were able to get paid up front for? Some of our clients are able to do that. 
And we encourage all of our clients to get as much cash up front as possible. But the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you have something so awesome that your clients see the value that they're willing to do that. So when you are able to get more cash up front, you have more cash to invest in the resources to do the work. So you don't have to do as much. When you have more profitability, same thing. You have the margins to be able to pay for good quality team and know that it's actually being done right. And when you're moving from these individual projects where you're just doing whatever your client needs done, and you can move from those projects to longer term retainers that are are really focused on a much bigger picture outcome and vision for this client, a bigger vision that they even were able to see was possible for them. If you can sell them that bigger vision and you can help them see that, we call this vision selling, by the way. But when you help them see that bigger pathway, then there's several steps beyond what they can see. They're willing to pay more. They're willing to invest sooner. It shortens your sales cycle. It fixes so many challenges in your company that were all before masked as onboarding or operational type of challenges. So eliminate a lot of those challenges first. We do that with what we call an irresistible offer. And then get your systems and processes in order, but you don't do that. Your operations leader does that. Once you have this beautiful client success map that clearly articulates what this irresistible offer is, then you can pass this sales tool on to your operations leader that who can now use this as the operations tool to really be able to operationalize your services for your business so that you can be more hands-off and you have more time to focus working on growth. And the bonus to this is imagine how much easier it is to sell an irresistible offer and imagine how much easier it is to be able to train someone else to sell an irresistible offer when you have this package in a way where they can see the value, in a way where it's really clear who the right client is for, which then tells you where you can go fishing for those clients, which tells you what kind of partnerships you can develop for those clients. It tells you where are they hanging out? Where can I speak? It answers so many questions. It makes running your business so much easier. If you'd like to dig deeper into this and see what might this might look like for your business, we have a growth planning workshop coming up. I'd like to invite you to be part of this growth planning workshop where we actually will help you assess your business for where it is right now, benchmark you against hundreds of other consulting agencies that are successful, just like your business, and then help you be able to develop a growth roadmap moving forward to look at what is my growth plan for this next year coming up? What are we going to be focusing on in 2023? How do we be able to get there with the shortest path possible? Come to our growth planning workshop. It's a half-day workshop. You get to work with me and with my team on putting this this growth map together. And who this is for is for seven-figure consulting agency CEOs. So you're going to be among other sharp consulting agency CEOs. If your company is on the way to seven figures, you're growing fast, maybe you're at least at a half a million, apply. And if it looks like a good fit, we'll have you come. But just know that this is a very high level workshop and it's so much fun. I love doing it. And I invite you to come enroll if this sounds aligned for you. Go to handsoffceo.com forward slash workshop to enroll. I hope there are some extra seats. Every year we do sell out. So go there as soon as you hear this so that you have an opportunity to actually enroll yourself in it if this sounds aligned with where you want to go. I hope this episode has been valuable for you. I hope this is a completely different perspective than maybe you have ever considered. I know that whenever I share this insight on podcasts, I see like the host like kind of with their mouth open. We hear there's a lot of ahas from it. So I hope that 
this was valuable for you as well. And the reality is, it's actually quite difficult to create a lot of growth and actually have freedom for yourself as well. Maybe you've experienced that. We've definitely found that with our clients. So big picture, what we do is we help our clients be able to increase capacity, be able to scale growth, get the business to run without them, get the business to then grow without them, and really build a passive asset that they can one day sell. A number of them want to get to a point where they can more passively run the business on some level, especially as you know they're starting to get closer towards retirement and they don't necessarily want to retire, but they just want to have more time to do the things that they want to do and just slowly ease into retirement, maybe over the course of 10 years. So we help them put in place the foundations to scale, getting the right offer into place and increasing the cash flow and doing that in a way where they position the company as a world-class top-level growth partner. That's the big picture perspective. And I want to share that with you before going into this so that you can see the big picture. And if you've listened listen to our podcast for a while, you already know that what we do is how we'd be able to help put in place the foundations to scale is getting in place world-class positioning, having an irresistible offer, which then an operations leader can operationalize. And then their job is to increase quality and profits. So that's generally big picture, how we're able to help them do that. All right. Have a fantastic holidays. And I will look forward to hearing from you in the new years. This is Mandy Ellison, host of the Hands Off CEO podcast, signing off.